0: Welcome to another episode of Song Mess My name is Richard Villegas And I'm Beverly Bryan And we are here doing our end of year wrap up, recount, reshuffle, remix, revisionism There might be some revisionism (laughs) going on here tonight No, this is our... uh, our,
1: our mess in review Yes,
0: yes, yes We're looking back on some of the best Some of the, no, not no worst Because ain't, no, ain't nobody got time to, for hate or We're going to we. talk about the best music of 2017 And some of the worst things that happened And what better place to start with that general sentiment Than with Downtown Boys We're listening to the song A Wall We're going to play that out and we'll be right back
1: Downtown Boys is one of my favorite bands. Um, I've been how, hearing. How did you feel about that song?
0: I actually really dig it. So, because um, you know, I I like Downtown Boys conceptually, but sonically they're not really like my style. I mean, again, they're pretty like loud, you know, punk, and which is cool. You know, I, I mean, that's that's what I like about them. Exactly. But I really like that this this particular track is like very melodic and like again, like you have the the sax. With it and, like, the the opening riffs. It's just, like, it pumps you up. There's something very uplifting about it. I really like the song to, like, kick off the show today.
1: It's, like, um, yeah. No, I think, like, one thing about Downtown Boys is that, uh, you know, they've been getting a lot of media coverage, Mm -hmm. um, which I appreciate. They deserve it. Um, But a lot of it, like, tends to focus on their politics because their politics are important. And, like, I think that they're a really important political voice, and that's an important part of who they are. Well, and they're very involved and radical. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. But also they're, like... You know, just in ter- just in terms of their sound, they're one of the best punk bands out there. Yeah, which I'm sure they would never have gotten um, as much attention as they have if it wasn't for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, because it's it's hard for a punk band to get recognized from among like legions of punk bands playing basements. Well, I mean, it's really cool because like the, the you know one of the things that we
0: uh, you know this in this year and review thing, you know, is just like um, how much of the success of an act these days, is it because of like, say their politics or because of their sound? And I, I truly believe that for, for downtown boys, it's very much their sound. Um, and I think their infusion of politics has, you know, really helped them
1: out and like has gotten them quite a bit of attention. And like this song has both of those things. Absolutely. I like this song because to like start our end of the year list. Cause it's like, uh, a, a fight song. Yeah. You know, it's very like, um, the lyrics are, how does it go? Like, I won't let that go. Um, I won't hide. It's like, it's very defiant and almost celebratory. And I feel like that's how, you know, we all said how we were going to deal with like Donald Trump being president. Right. But, um, we, I think what happened was a lot of people ended up just taking sort of a stance of, like, spiritual resistance. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you know, maybe we can't stop you from passing this law. Maybe we can't get you impeached in the next six months. But you haven't won. That doesn't mean you won. I mean, he... Not even technically did he win, but, you know, there was a
0: 200-year-old rule and people just decided to take it. But whatever.
1: But it's sort Um. (laughs) of that, that, like, spirit of um defiance and resilience right. I feel has that that's in this song has sort of defined a lot of people's resistance right like um when like uh, the song you know they they're singing about a wall and they say you know a wall is just a wall right. it's like you go ahead you can build a wall you're not going to defeat us that doesn't like that doesn't stop us that doesn't
0: hold us you know per se i mean and i completely agree with that again I, you know as a year in review, you know, this playlist is really interesting because like, you know, if we're talking in terms of like quality or our favorites, you know, there's a lot of the, a lot of that music we've already played. And so, you know, we, we, we have brought in, uh, maybe tracks from the same artist or from the same album, but just like, we don't want to play songs that you guys have already heard. So th- this is all like, you know, this is kind
1: of almost technically a new music episode. Yeah. It's a lot of things that like we heard this year or didn't hear this year that we're like, oh, that was great. Or Yeah. But, Things like that, but
0: 2017, you know, has been a garbage fire, like 2016. I, you know, and oh, so 2017
1: has been so much worse. It's like we couldn't. Oh God, I don't even want to think about 2018.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I'm excited for 2018 because fuck this place, you know. But, um, you know, I'm just like I. Uh, this I I this episode we're gonna you know we're gonna be touching on a lot of stuff that I think has been on our minds. Um, you know whether it's genres or movements or p- politics or whatever um, and again, I really think this song was a good, uh, a good starting point. Cause I really, I, again, I love the song, you know, I really support downtown boys and what they're about. And I, again, I think it's really interesting and like, you know, I want to be clear, like I mentioned, you know, sort of like their music and their politics as separate entities. And I appreciate, uh, I, I believe that you can, you know, they, they can be one and the same, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to people to think that those are two separate.
1: And also, and yeah, it's sometimes they, you know, bands are accused of like people like only being interested in their music because of the politics right. or, you know that being sort of like a selling point, and there's a lot of bands where like that isn't the case. Like, uh like I just to me like, Downtown Boys is the embodiment of like that revolution we all said we wanted that we could dance to. Right, you can totally dance to their songs.
0: Sure, sure, yeah.
1: It's- this is this is quite danceable, actually. Oh yes.
0: But you know, and then my question then becomes: At what point? Um, I I think right now that there's a. A spirit of resistance that like we, we're all sort of tapped into and I guess one of my concerns is that I I think I'm seeing a lot of people capitalizing on that spirit of resistance I mm. think and, and like I, you know I, again like uh, in a premedi- premeditated like way like I do think that there are like you know artists putting out stuff that's very like well this is the sign of the times and you know not just because they're having a reaction to it I do think that there is sort of like This has become, like, you know, wokeness and, you know, just being, like, politically uh, tapped in and activism has become uh, popular. I I don't want to say popular because, you know, it's important. Not as popular as I would like it to be. Hello. I mean, because, like, obviously, like, we're we're going through, like, some real intense times. But, like, I feel like it's been reduced to a fad by many people
1: okay, or in many and ways. Like, and I, I think and that it, there are ways that that is true and it kind of, like, worries me. Where it's And just not sort across of the like, board, obviously. Like, no. You know, just... But it's sort of... Um, on one hand, it's good because it's changing the atmosphere. And, yeah. like, I love that, like, you can have pop songs that are about, like, serious issues. Like, um, you know, in terms of, like, the Me Too movement, like, say, like, Kesha had the song... Um, praying yeah and that is that song is so deep because um if anyone hasn't heard this song she's she's talking to um an abuser maybe her abuser maybe in the voice of just someone who has been abused and saying that like i hope you're somewhere praying i hope that like you find your peace because like I am doing okay. So it's about like your own res- again, it's like a it's a, it's a song about spiritual resistance because sometimes that's the only resistance that's available. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, again, these are hopeless times in, in many ways. And so I, I think a lot of people, um, again, like I, but then, but then it's great because these songs are on like the top 40, you know, and they yeah. reflect the way a lot of people are feeling. And, you know, um, one of the top songs this year was about like mental, mental health, you know, yeah. like, like the title of the song, what, you know, the one by logic was like mm-hmm. the, uh, the phone number for the suicide hotline. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. You know, and these are like some of the biggest songs of the year. So it's sort of, and then, you know, you have that happening in a lot of other places. So it's just like people want their pop music to be a little more profound. Well, which I'm totally behind again. Like I, I,
0: I am quite cynical and like, again, I we've, we've had this conversation, uh, privately many times, but I just like, I feel, uh, I feel like boiling down, you know, the movement to a t-shirt as many people, People have done Or um, like
1: A fake Worrying hat Yeah Yeah I mean like That it, it stuff wo- is worrying Because like you You feel like it becomes Too easy And yeah. then it might um, Get in the way of Like I didn't vote But I'm wearing my, my young
0: Latin and proud T-shirt so change You know And it's just like Well <sighs> it, it It's a little bit More than that And again I don't I don't want to be Reductive or dismissive Because like again Like you know No because you the can, kids you can, The kids are out here The kids are kicking butt Yeah I'm very
1: pro-millennial I
0: I'm not, and I'm not going to act like I am, but like, also like, you know, there's a generational divide and like, look, I, I, just because I can't get down with, you know, lean and like, you know, pale pink sweaters doesn't mean that like you, you know, your opinion or your generation are not valid. Like I'm not, I mean, they have to be, (laughs) of course. I mean, you know, the the future is theirs and like the, the non-future that like, you know, everybody's out here talking about is theirs, you know, and ours as well, I guess. But I don't know. I just, I feel like oh, I was kind of wanting to leave this for the end of the show, but I just, like, I don't know my place anymore in the world is 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 kind of it. I'm just, like, I'm emotionally exhausted. I've been a wreck the last, like, few weeks because, like, I just don't know... Same. I'm literally dragging my carcass around New York. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, um, like, I don't know what my voice in writing is anymore. I feel like media uh, as a whole, had the tone has just changed very much. I feel like if you're not talking about politics... You know, they're not people aren't interested in your uh, and yet your in, writing in is your very music. political. Um, I know my audience. I do believe I have a very distinct point of view and I do believe that certain subjects merit it. And so, like, in those cases, I will mention it, um, you know, but also like I. I, I feel like there's there's a sort of like projection of like the times onto the art. And that's not really what we should be doing. I feel like that's like, true. Like not every artist wants that. Yeah, some artists
1: are speaking for themselves,
0: and you can't ignore the context in which that art lives, which is fine. But like something like Coco, for example, like you know, it, I don't. I have no desire
1: to watch Coco anymore oh, because I want everybody. To. It's my has, birthday. Someone take me to see Coco. It
0: has been, you know. Uh, split into so many molecular think pieces that are just really masturbatory. It's just really people I mean, wanna hear themselves. I, I have an
1: opinion, read any of them. Uh, just I. I what's just, so crazy is like people like to read that stuff too. Like the think pieces are what get attention. Exactly, but this is why I'm saying like I don't know what my voice
0: is anymore because I have I have no desire to write that. It just it feels self indulgent. You know I think it's very uh, it's again the reason we're all out here talking about it is like you know we're seeing something like Latinidad being portrayed you know, on this huge platform, like a Pixar, you know, motion picture that will have international repercussions, you know, this is absolutely something to discuss and to, you know, analyze. But like, whether like, oh, like, well, like Abuelita was, you know, too stereotypical or like, oh, she wasn't Mexican enough or whatever, you know, it's just like, I feel like people are just, I think that there's like a value in discussing these things. Discussion and and shouting people down are not the same thing, which is what we're doing. This is the, this is the discourse these days, you know?
1: Yeah and I I can see what you're saying. It's just um I don't know. I think for like every writer there's like, or at least for us anyway, there's a place for us. Cue West Side Story. Ah. <laughs> Somewhere, there's a place for us. Yeah. I, again, um, like, I
0: expect some angry tweets. I, again, I wanted to leave this for the end of the episode. Because, like, the playlist is actually really fucking bomb. And like, I know. But, like, part know. of this is, Please like, stay like tuned. us. stay tuned. Like, forward, like part of me. this is, like, our
1: self-help yeah. at well, the end of this year.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly it. Like, that's why I'm, I'm sharing this here. It's just, like, I feel like I've been carrying this around. And it's just, like, I... I Again, there's, there's so much, like, it, this is really hard to just, like, try to get it out in, like, a two-minute, you know, podcasting bit, you know? Like, that's why I want, I, I'm really happy that this is more conversation than me just, like, giving a diatribe, because it's not, like, I'm not trying to read people, I'm well, of not Of course I
1: to, care about these things, too. Yeah, of
0: course. No, but it's just, like, I don't, I don't, I don't want this to be, like, oh, well, like, you know, I hate millennials, or, like, I hate old people,
1: or, like, Get off my lawn. Shit. Yeah, like... You know, I'm 30. I'm not that fucking old yet. But I like, am going to be. I am going to be 37. I am 17. I'm seven years older than you. Yay! I will. You are not too big for me to put you over my knee.
0: Aw, yes, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. Anyway, so I've been I've been dealing with a lot of shit, and like I have a song dedicated for that. Uh, actually, fuck it. Let's play it now. Which one? Um, I brought in "Cosoco" by Juana Molina. Um, I again, I've been feeling. An emotional wreck. And uh, Juana Molina's uh, Halo album has been medicinal in a way that I've never really experienced.
1: That's a great With word music. for it because, like, I use the term healing yeah. when I'm like talking about, say, um, something like really soothing that Chancha Villasecuro did. Sure, yeah. Or, um, you know, Lido Pimienta, but like, Medicinal because there's a sharpness. Yeah, there's something. There's it's a it's the strong quality in her music that very that is very medicinal.
0: You know, I'll see something. It it it's you know it's funny. Like I I've made fun of like you know everything that like is is today. Like you know that's that's my that's my humor these days. it's like oh edgy, like making fun of shit, poking fun of things. Like you know like I I make fun of like being triggered or whatever. And but like it's just it's funny because like it's something that like this anxiety that I've been carrying with me has like triggered. It's like, it's become this thing where it's just like, you know, like something like, um, more so than like the Nazis. I, I've, I've grown very comfortable knowing that just white people are evil,
1: especially you, you know, Beverly, but okay, like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm not, I, I am evil. I'm just not evil like that. Okay.
0: But like, no, but like, uh, but, but, uh, but I'm saying like, uh, you know, I guess like I'm in league with Satan, not Hitler, but I, uh, but yeah, I know. But like, I guess it's more like the people that I, that I know and that I, that I cherish and that I respect and like, you know, it, everything has become, like, the language of the world has cha- changed. Um, there's, like, an activist tone to everything now, even when people just aren't. Uh, I feel like there's a lot of regurgitation instead of, like, reasoning. I feel like I would want people to, you know, like, I'm not a religious person, and I feel like, um, you know, say, like, wokeness or whatever you want to call it, social justice has become a self-righteous religion in many ways. Um, and that makes me worried. I think, uh, people talking, having these conversations about say call out culture, um, are like a good first step. Um, I worry again that people, you know, like, like a religion, you know, people are afraid to ask questions and that's why, like I was, you know, again, like nothing happened to me when I was like a kid, you know, like that's not why I rejected religion is because I asked questions and people didn't want to answer them. I was just told to accept them. And it's the same with think In in
1: some ways it was. I had like a similar break with religion. Partly it's that like the religion I was part of didn't really accept queer people. Yeah. And I'm thank God for once in my life, I was psychologically healthy enough to like not sign up for that kind of like mental abuse from a community. Yeah. But, um, and that's, and that's the thing, you know, but the other part was that like, I could never, I just could not bring myself at a certain point. Like once I developed the ability to think for myself, I couldn't relinquish that yeah and that but that's exactly it and like again i'm not like one of
0: the great thinkers of my time or whatever it's more a matter of like i think you are thank you my so do i but (laughs) but it's more like i i feel like dissent is no longer welcome i feel like uh no and that's dangerous and it's something that happens in a lot of situations and we're silencing each other like there's literal nazis in power you know running shit right now and we're out here being like well but you weren't inclusive in this way or whatever and like one thing is accountability and another thing is policing and like you know I, as as sitting here as a podcaster, I'm not trying to be your role model. I'm not trying to be a cultural leader. I'm trying to tell you guys about music. And, like, at this point, I'm just
1: sharing my anxiety with you guys. So, I guess thank you for listening if you still, still are listening. We have so much anxiety. But I'm but, not even going to talk about my anxiety in this episode. We're going to save that for the new year.
0: I guess, like, not only just me complaining. I think what I would want to encourage is, you know, just some questions. You know, just ask questions and... Um, you know, again, like I'm sure, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna get torched to the ground on Twitter or you're whatever. You're not. And, I, and honestly, I don't care. Like, okay, I, I don't care. But you're anymore. not. And it's like, like, but you know what? Look, it's like uh, I'm tired of like living in fear of it. You know, it's just like, like, I, I, I just because like, and like, I can't live like that. I don't wanna live like that. And I feel uh, like I see so many people, you know, like that I talk to people off mic or like, you know, in person, like at the bar, or whatever. And it's just like, that's how we all feel now. And so I think this is a question that I would, you know, that I want us to all ask ourselves as like, we are fighting for a greater good here of equality of, you know, fighting misogyny, fighting homophobia and transphobia
1: and colorism and racism and et cetera, you know, it's just like, but. And don't think forget ableism before- because, okay, yeah. if I'm going to interrupt you, because I hear what you're saying yeah. and we've talked about this before. I appreciate a lot of what you're saying, yeah. but like, I'm more accepting of it. Like, even if it like comes at me or like, Maybe somebody might be unnecessarily condescending right. to me about something, which is like the worst I get of it, you know, because like I'm in relatively a position of privilege. Yeah. So it's like. But immediately
0: your your opinion is invalidated because of it. And it's like, girl, I'm, I am too I, am experiencing this world. I,
1: <laughs> but, you know, I take a deep breath and I, I try to let it go because um, I'm just so happy that so many of these conversations are happening. Are happening. Like I'm, I'm a little older than you and I've waited my entire life to have some of these conversations and these movements happen. You know, I've waited my entire life for people to be talking about feminism outright in the mainstream media. And it's like, if, and if there's anything that makes me happy about the time we're living in right now, it's that these, you know, it's that we're living in the era of black lives matter. It's that these conversations are finally happening and and obviously people have thought these things for a long time, like these movements have been building and you know, it's just, it's just such a relief to me because like I've just been waiting, Yeah. you know? And so when, sometimes when these things happen, like I'll just, I don't start, I don't cry when like the bad things happen. I cry when I see the good things happen because I've been like holding inside this anticipation that one day we might finally start that. And like, I kind of accept like, You know, the, the stress and the pain that happens within, um, activist communities sometimes because some of it is we're finally getting our shit right. Like women are standing up to address misogyny within our like activist communities, you know, um, trans people are demanding to be centered in like LGBT conversations and like you know, black women are demanding to be seen as being part of, as central to so many movements. And, you know, until we get these things straight, which is going to, and sort it out, yeah. we will be weaker. Yeah, We have to have these conversations, no matter how difficult or painful they are, yeah. um, and, and get right with it, with each other. It's like, we have to go through all this shit first all this division or apparent division before we can get to the point where we can fight the bad guys, you know, but also like we don't, I think we need to not look at it as bad guys because we all just want to live in a world where we can have equality except for the people who don't. And then fuck those people for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Again, it, this is not me. Uh, I, I mean, I guess it's, it's me, you know, uh, failing at adapting or, um, yeah, like, as you said, like these, these conversations are not easy and, and radical change is not meant to be comfortable or easy, you know? Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm again, I, I, this is more, um, again, I'm, I'm really happy that like, this is more of a conversation than it is a diatribe because again, it's just like it, this isn't me trying to rail against, you know, a movement. Uh, it's more of, I would like people to follow things less blindly. I would like people to ask more questions about what what they're saying, what, what they are saying means. I don't want people to come at me with, you know, like just
1: regurgitating each other's Facebook statuses or tweets. I guess that's where I agree um, with you, where, um, and like, yeah, I wouldn't just like, this is too important and I appreciate what you're saying too much and I know it means too much to you for me to just be, be like, yeah, yeah, Richard, let's play the next song. Um, it's, but and I, I totally agree with you on this point where like I want to see more dissent and more conversation right. and more questions. Right. Um but it's it's true. Like in some ways it's like we're we're working through a lot of anger. We're working Into, through a lot of yeah. things that have been held inside. Absolutely. And I just if I get caught in the crossfire I try to understand that. Yeah. You know? And
0: that's 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 sort of what I'm still uh I, I guess I'm still navigated. I'm ve- I'm I'm very used to being very certain about the things that I say and that I speak. Um, and I'm at a place right now where everything has become very gray. And I think that in sort of this um, this world that we're all trying to build, where like there is more equality, you know. In terms of gender, in terms of race, in terms of sexuality, Um, it's a graying of everything. And I think there are still many of us out here, uh, me included, but also like the, the high and mighty enlightened ones where people are still trying to look at things in a very clear black and white um, and that isn't unfortunately how the world has ever worked, but now more than ever, that we are deliberately graying everything. Um, so I don't know, I just. Gender is a spectrum. Indeed No it is. questions. In, exactly. But except, that's exactly. Except gender is a spectrum. It, how can exactly you question it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, like, gender is a spectrum,
1: yeah, but what's your label? And it's just like, huh? <laughs> or that? Very good, Richard. But I, um, I don't know. The way you put that though makes me feel a little bit hopeful. So we're we're drinking our bourbon here. Let's praise. let's raise a glass to 2018. We're gonna play. Uh, we're gonna survive.
0: <laughs> clink clink. Uh, you know we've we've spoken extensively. Uh, sorry, Stevie. I'm sure that you fast forwarded by now. Um, but. Um, yeah, I wanna, we're going to play Juana Molina's Cosoco. i um, fucking up this playlist already, and it's only the second track. Um, and yeah, uh, again, Halo, uh, just to give a little context, has to deal with um, the concept of La Luz Mala, which is sort of uh, a, a uh, an Argentine folk bit of mysticism uh, about how the spirits of diseased ancestors still live, uh, in their bones or at least their energy lives in their bones. Um, and so like when you bury them, you can see a halo of light of spiritual energy sort of like, uh, floating over their graves or over the roads. Um, and this album has a lot to do with mysticism and, uh, witchcraft and, you know, and spellbinding and things like that. And, um, again, it's not like spooky or anything. It's not, it's not supposed to be, uh, heard that way. It's more a matter of, uh, embracing, the mysticism that
1: is there. Wow, dude! I had no idea that that's what like the bones in the music videos and like all of her symbol. Like, I I didn't realize that there were, the symbolism was that profound. That's that's what it is. And Dang. so the album. Uh, and I already thought that album was brilliant. The album has a healthy
0: mix of chaos and then peace. That has uh, it's like a it's like a hurricane. What's been going through my brain um, because there's just so much shit, and and I feel like this record is very that. And so kosoko. Uh, which is what we're going to hear now. Um, yeah, it's it's chaos, but it's peaceful.
1: That song was great. I love the Juana Molina song. It just, all this makes me think of is just like the same thing that I'm kind of always saying where there's just like so much extraordinary music, um, in Latin America. And if you don't speak Spanish, you don't know about it. Yeah. And I it's mean, just like that, that's the thing that drives me nuts. Just, just, and you know, like I didn't even know about the details about like why that Juana Molina album is so awesome. And and you just explained it to me. And it's, so it's like there's just so much to know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Juana again,
0: like as I said, Juana Molina, like that record has really helped me uh, deal with a lot of like my chaotic emotions uh, as of late. Again, I just I want to reiterate that like, you know, this is this conversation that we just had. It's, it's not me trying to be like, you know, I'm alt right now. Like it's, it's it has nothing to do with any of that. That would make this podcast interesting. Really awkward, and like you know, uh, listenership would probably increase. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but no, 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 no. Pepe's here again. It's just it's more a matter of just like I am uh, conflicted about shit that I'm dealing with. I don't recognize this world, and like many of you out there. Um, and again, I just, I want to encourage less fanaticism and a, a few more questions being asked is what I'm going to say. Um, the second track that we played right after, cause again, I do think that that was a long conversation, um, and we needed a, a musical palate cleanser. So, right. So we listened to Juana Molina and then we also played, uh, um, Fuego by, uh, El Matón Policía Motorizado. Um, and yeah, I mean, that to me is just, you know a great track from a great album, uh, it's called, La, La Sintesis O'Connor, I believe is what it's called, and it's just, and a record that people, I, like, I feel like people in Latin America listen to it, didn't get much attention on this side, and, like, there's such a tight band, the record is phenomenal, they just dropped an EP, like, early December, um, again, like, you know, not everything here will have a, uh, a giant spiel with it you know this is just one of my favorite songs one of my favorite records that wasn't highlighted this year
1: although i think there were like uh if if there is like a point to be made there it's that a lot of albums came out in the second half of the year and just like um that are fantastic like Bjork just put out an album, yeah, and it was pretty good, actually. And it's sort of, and people are, and it just like people barely are talking about that. So I it's mean, like <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that you know that we're not gonna play today. You know,
0: like clubs, everything that they that they put out this year was really fucking solid. Mula, um, their album was phenomenal. White does Dinor alive, incredible. You know, but
1: obviously, like we can only play so many tracks, and you guys have already heard a and ton and a of a lot those. of this stuff we've already played. Exactly. But like, it's just man, twenty like. Music was almost the only good thing about 2017. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I could, I could, I could be down with that.
0: Um, I mean, and speaking of <laughs> more negativity, um, the next song, the song that you brought in actually, um, kind of deals with a lot of heavy themes.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we had some terrible tropical storms this hurricane season. Yes. And, uh, you know, the U.S. got hit. Um, Mexico got hit, but, you know, Puerto Rico, which is, by the way, part of America, um, friendly reminder, has been really hurt by the storms, um, one after another. And that has been one of the biggest stories of the year. And, um, and we've spoken about this extensively.
0: Of you can listen and to our interviews with Rania and
1: Balún. And Puerto Rico is still struggling and still part of America. <laughs> um, so, but for some reason, we can't fix it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Ye- well, actually, you know what? We're pretty crappy about fixing even like storms that hit like the continental United States. So. I mean, this country
0: could fix it if if they actually like put some monies into it. I've been I've been talking to. To Bayroa, um, who, you know, many of you might know from from his work with Buscabulla, but Bayroa himself as, as an artist, like as a soloist, uh, he still like lives in
1: Puerto Rico. I believe he lives in Ponce, I want to say, not 100%, maybe San Juan. Shout out to my friend Joni Jackson, also great yes. music journalist and bar owner, adventurer extraordinaire, who also is still there holding it down. Yeah, I mean,
0: and, I, and I've been talking to Bayroa this week because like I, I wrote about him for like Remezclas Video of the Year situation um and um and you know and he, and he hit me up he's like cool thank you so much for writing about me blah blah, blah 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 and i was like yo like i know that you've been about to drop an ep for a while now like you know where are you at and he's like no electricity yeah you know and oh he's like oh my god that's not funny but it, it's just true but you know i mean and, you know and i'm like shit and he's like yeah like i mean the gringos haven't really done a whole lot um they, you know, like he's like schools, there are tons of schools that are just not open. Like, you know, I think, um, I think it was Nora from balloon who said, um, cause she's a, she's a university teacher. Um, you know, and she was like, I'm very eager for schools to, to open back up so that people can like find themselves in a routine again, you know? So I think that's really like what's, what's fucking with Puerto Rico still is just returning to normalcy is still yeah. a long way off. Absolutely. Um, Well, you brought in a track.
1: uh, We're not just talking about this to
0: to, to be a downer. To talk about
1: like, (laughs) I mean, okay, but by the way, Richard, like we'll play this song and then later like tell me like one good thing that happened this year. Um, Let me me ponder that, but I'm sure that I can find something. Okay. Um, But in the meantime, um, you know, a lot of people uh, across Latin America, um, Latinos and non-Latinos in the U.S., um, showed up to help out, um, Puerto Rico. Uh, one of them was Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, and he brought together an incredible group of people to do a charity song. Mm-hmm. And the charity song is better than charity songs have any business being. Um, it's got like, this has like uh, but it also has, like, John Leguizamo on it, Jennifer Lopez, Camila Cabello, Luis Fonsi, um Juan Luis Guerra, and, Juan, or Guerra.
0: Juan Luis Guerra, I mean, it has Gilber- Luis, Gilberto Santa Rosa on it. Ruben uh, Blades. Gloria
1: Stefan. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, my queen. But also, <laughs> yes. my favorite, uh, one of my favorite underground rappers, Dessa.
0: Oh, who yeah, is I saw. Puerto Rican mm-hmm. on
1: one side of her family. And just so, like... So And he was able to bring together this, like, incredibly diverse group of people that also includes, like, some of the biggest stars in Latin culture. Right. And, you know, I just... I actually really liked the song because, um, you know, it kind of bangs. And mm. then uh, also, which is great for, like, a charity song. Like, it's like you can... Normally those ones you can't dance to and you're supposed to just, like be dutiful or something right um and download it but then also like the most of the song is um people singing the names of towns in puerto rico and they're sung with such passion
0: well i think i you know i i think that's a great sort of strategy i mean not only like to make it catchy but to like humanize uh the the problem the the chaos you know, just, like, it's very much, like, the, the whole movement of, like, say their names, you know, in, in, like, Black Lives Matter or in, like, in, you know, trans women that are murdered. Indeed. Like, this is not yeah. just, like,
1: an island far away that maybe you went to on vacation once.
0: Which, you know, if you hear government officials talk, it is. It's like, oh, it's surrounded by big water. <laughs> you know, like, huge water. Like, oh, yeah, you didn't have a problem going there for vacation, but, like, you know, try to send some medication. And it's like, fuck you. You know, so... um, Alright, we're angry Woo, more bourbon What um, else is new? So, we're gonna play um This is Almost Like Praying, right? Almost Like Praying, yeah
1: I swear it's dope, play it Okay
2: Say it loud and there's music playing Say it soft and it's almost like praying It's almost
3: like praying It's almost like
4: Y mi viejo San
5: Juan Isabela Maricao oh, Faro.
0: So this shit is already running hella long, so we're just gonna play another track back to back with this. So this is um, the remix to Creepy Cooch by um, Farruko, Bad Bunny, Uh, and this features 21 Savage, Russian, and of course the pink haired queen, Nicki Minaj.
6: Make some room, ho, keep a hundred feet away. 50 trucks when I pull up, we we'll a fleet away. You ain't on my throne, ain't even a seat away. But thanks to Nicki all these new bitches can see the way. I got the crippy, I ain't talking about the gangs though. Had all these bitches rockin' pink, here and bangs though. Now, got them rockin' inches now. But I leave these bitches hangin' like lynches now. Wordplay got them steppin' up, they pins is now. Still stick me for my flow like syringes now. Still kicking closed doors off the hinges now. Shotgun in them 88 bins now. With my plug, I call him Pancho, but I think he wants some I Put this pussy in his I make my niggas take his coca. Now I'm bowlin' like a salsa in that Lamborghini Rosa. Yellin' Viva Puerto Rico, all my bitches is hermosa.
7: Pero ahora estoy pa'l creepy, 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 creepy También tenemos cus, 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 cus Los que te quieren creepy, 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 creepy. Con las putas quieren cus, Yeah, yeah, yeah Aquí pasamos muñas por el TSA Las putas se montan fácil como en GTA 200k paper que pedí en Ebay En PR ya es legal, yo firmé la ley Fumando como Snoop Dogg y Huizca Vende un bastón como el de la pisca, yeah, yeah. dos se queda a vista Las libras yo las compro y llegan por Fedex. Priority el paquete, Next TV Express. Del celular traqueo con el GPS. Que el chip lo cobra, muy bobo es tu ex. Que tiene un guigue de bichote y lo que fuma es regular. Sintética de esas que venden por ahí en los puestos legales. Que le baja la blue y que vaca no venga a frontear.
5: Call baby girl love is time to smoke some. I know you heard I'm slaughter gang, I smoke something Out the head, yeah, I ain't never wrote nothing back Pretty face, ass fat, I'm tryna poke something Yeah, back it up, baby, let me see it twerk Yeah, spilling codeine on my Gucci shirt yeah, a whole lot of racks and they crispy Hey, she throw that ass back like a Frisbee Uh-huh, I'm smoking creepy a Feel the backwoods up with a whole bush. I might toss her to the team cause she old noose Tryna make a hundred M's using Pro Tools in a am back, and I'm laid back Put a bullet hole in your wave cow. You better pay me now, I don't cut
7: slack All these VVS's make you upset but i estoy para creepy 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 creepy
0: creepy 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 kush kush already so what do you think of this track bev the creepy cooch. I mean, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, a little Latin trap for you. Uh, I don't think we've played too much of the genre here.
1: No, we haven't, and frankly, I'm surprised that you've elected to do so.
0: Yeah, well, you know, okay, so, uh, okay, fine. So you challenged me to, <laughs> to, to talk about uh, one positive thing that happened this year. So, you know, I, I, as much as it pains me to, like... Oh,
1: ap- apart from, like, all the sexual harassers who are, like, powerful white men getting fired... I mean that's pretty great. I mean I okay I was into it. But I get it.
0: Let's build on success, not on other people's failures, of which I'm totally willing to accept a other few more failures, moral failures. Um,
1: How about the president?
0: Well, anyway, you know we're we're on our way. We're on our way. Um, thank you, Mr. Mueller. But um, yes, no. So um, this song. So you know, talking more about my inner conflict, uh, this song is a, is a perfect uh, in for that. So. First of all, I think the track is great. I think uh, the production, the sound, I think that the guest spots are fantastic. Um, I really like Bad Bunny, I've decided. Um, I mean, you know, Trap in Espanol is still not my genre, but I'm, I really like Bad I'm Bunny. I'm kind of into Bad Bunny. So 90% of the reason I'm into Bad Bunny is because I really like saying his name. But the other 10% is because like, I feel like, you know, in these Urbano genres or even just like in regular mainstream gringo hip hop or whatever now, um, I feel like the cadence, the flow is just very like mumble chords. I know. So and like
1: that, I know you hate that. That's why, why you don't like Kelly Uchis. Well, right. Um,
0: no, I just think she's boring, but I, I, with, with hip hop, uh, again, with like rap in particular, uh, I, again like I find it hard to get hyped Just because of the beat If You know Because like the, the reason we're here Is because this artist Is co-signing it And so like I like I can't get down with Drake Because like I just find him boring Like The beat might be hot But like You know Just a guy talking like this <laughs> Like But like Bad Bunny is up: I love clown. how you were like A gangster from the 1930s Just yeah, now sir. You know, but like Bad Bunny's a clown and I live like Bad Bunny like is actually having fun out here Bad Bunny's not just trying to look like, you know, a bad motherfucker who like is probably gonna sell you some drugs, you know And like but like he's just like also fucked up (laughs) Okay, yeah, but no, but like there is like a gangster like like, like, literally his like the song is about like there's piles of cocaine And like he has like entire songs about this shit like, uh, you know, it's it's a map I'm happy that like he is delivering energy, you know, like there's energy on this song, uh, which I feel like many other people in the genre aren't giving. There's a lot of like, you know, like, even, like, J Balvin, which, like, he's just a, a pretty boy that people are so into. But, like, I feel like there's no energy. Ironically, his fucking record is called Energia, you know?
1: <laughs> like, it's just... I mean, that's fair.
0: I mean, but, again, this isn't my genre. Like, I, I know that I'm missing, you know, oh, God, I'm just burning myself to the ground this episode, aren't I? But I
1: I, really, I think you're fine. I really...
0: But I really like... Uh, I really like that Bad Bunny is just, like, like Chambea. Like, I, I think it's a fantastic song. It's hilarious. He, like, did a video with Ric Flair, the Nature Boy, is so good. It's just like Tom Bear you know. Like I'm here for that. Um, so definitely into Bad Bunny, um, you know. And
1: again, I really like the guest features. Like I, I mean, really like, like I've like always been Minaj. kind of surprised that like you you can't get into um, a lot of like reggaeton or things like that because you like your turn up. I do like the turn up, and I and I do like partying. I don't
0: really. Uh, I'm not. I don't really get down with the you, drugs. Yes, you. Do, but you um, don't. And yet you
1: don't like the Pareo.
0: No, I mean, uh, not really. But, like, the, 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 I guess my, my. What about
1: this hyper Pareo? Kids are talking about that now. Tony Gallardo
0: has a party called Hyperreo. Oh, that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I mean, I guess, like, then, you know, on the flip side, I'm really not, I don't support just like the overwhelming amount of drugs
1: in the, in these songs. Cause like at least in classic hip hop, when they were talking about, we aren't going to mention the, um, the misogyny or are we getting to that? Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, and like the homophobia. And like, I think we detected some horror phobia earlier listening to this song. Definitely. Definitely. But I, I want to talk about this one
0: part first, because like, you know, if you think about classic hip hop and how like they were, you know, that's one, a big, one of the big, always been one of the criticisms, right? They're, they're, Oh, they're like drug dealers or like they're glorifying drugs. And it's just like, you know, when you think about like in the late 80s or the 90s, you know, people were selling drugs to like support families or support communities. And like, y- you know, if you leave judgment aside from that, it was just like, and you think about it as people telling stories of what they had to do to survive, that's, you know, like you can at least find that there. But like, you know, in songs like this, where it's just like, lean woo, you know, it's just like, or like, you know, talking about piles of Coke or whatever. It's just like something like that. It, it scares me a little bit because we are entering a world now where like people are so uh, depressed and like, you know, or like just hopeless and they like need... It,
1: it might not be helping. This might not be what we need right now. In the middle of an opioid crisis,
0: <laughs> we're talking about codeine. Like, like it's nothing.
1: Although on the other hand, it's like we are in the middle of an opioid crisis. So maybe it's not surprising that so many songs talk about that, you know? They're not talking about how to combat it. They're talking, like, I mean, 21
0: Savage talks about spilling codeine on his Gucci shirt. Hey, because okay. the, Because that girl is twerking on her, and now he's over her. He's tired of her, and he's going to pass her off to the crew. You know, like, I, look. Yikes.
1: Yeah, I, and, like, so it's sort of, like, maybe this this is, like... Look, I'm not here to be, like, you know... We're not angels. We're not
0: angels, and, like, I'm not out here trying to be a Christian mother, trying to make a difference, you know? Like, I am not interested in that. But I don't know. I I,
1: I definitely, like... Again, I will say that like this has been an issue with hip hop for a long time where the music industry as a whole which is run by white men uh tends to support things that have not the best messages. Of course. And you know, the things that end up on the radio don't end up on the radio by accident. But we're consuming it. At True. what point at what, at what point
0: do we hold ourselves accountable? Like that's an important point to bring up, you know, and it's just like, you know, to hear uh oh god i don't want to be that guy but like to hear like all the you know the the social justice people also being like well but this beat bumps though and okay richard you are
1: actually now officially older than me
0: i know right but isn't that awful that i that i that i feel that way but it's just like i I don't know i hear that 40 is the new 30 but you tell me but it's just like i again I, i you know i'll see like people torching each other to the ground because of like you know i i i like this one taylor swift song which by the way i don't you know, but like, this is a hypothetical.
1: I've but seen the like, best minds of my generation destroyed you, by social justice Twitter. But
0: then you'd be out here like, oh my God, oh, Bad Bunny is just like so influential. And he's talking about las putas, you know,
1: into kush. It's complicated. Once again, it's like, I, I guess it's sort it of is, like, I guess it's just like, I'm just way more mellow about a lot of things. I
0: suppose, but it's because just like, it's like, a... like,
1: no, but let me explain why. Where it's just like, I'm just really comfortable with contradictions.
0: I'm I'm comfortable with contrast. Mm, I'm con- com- comfortable with contrast. I, uh, hypocrisy, I have a big problem with.
1: You know. It's yeah. Just like, okay. So contradictions and hypocrisy are definitely two different things. Right. You're right. That's fair. And like
0: again, like you know, I want you to enjoy yourself and be happy and let others be happy. You know, it's just like, but if you're gonna come for me and slay my edges off, you know make sure that your shit is also as holy and self-righteous as you claim it to be. Yeah, also like- don't
1: fuck with Richard. Don't don't you you really don't want to go near his edges. <laughs> uh he you will catch these hands. I don't have any edges <laughs> or hands.
0: Um but yeah, yeah, we are we are not edge lords. So <laughs> oh god, no.
1: <laughs> but anyway, so like this song like there's, I, wow, there's like a pun about edges and edge lords and internet slang eating itself. I don't know. Are in we there. millennials, <laughs> Technically, yes. No. But um, technically... Yeah, well they keep stretching millennial to mean something else Because, But oh. they started talking about it like 10 years ago I- At which point we were millennials Can I be a they baby boomer? A s- then I can just justify all my complaining No, there's a new generation <laughs> We're talking about like a younger generation now But people are still calling them millennials But technically they were born later Yeah, I suppose Like, I'm old now, but I was like squarely a millennial When people started talking about us as a group to like market soft drinks to
0: Gag Um Anyway, well, my and again, scapegoat. My point for is.
1: everything.
0: Wait, damn. I, and, like, again, like, this is what, what the world is doing to us. I've only focused on the negative. The reason I brought this song in is not because, like, I wanted to bitch about it. I, I wanted to mention that, like, you know, blah, blah, but that isn't why I brought it in. I wanted to mention that I, I brought in this song, this creepy cooch moment, because, like, again, the. The crossover success that Latinx artists saw in 2017 is one of my favorite things, one of my favorite trends that I saw in music, that it extends beyond genre. And it's like we're being seen not only at a global scale, which we already were, but like in the US, in the gringo market, which, you know, is ultimately like where a lot of the big decisions are just made, you know, like... Or what's considered relevant happens. Exactly. Like, I, you know, I uh, Javier Amena's new video came out and like I, I clicked on it, like... You know, at like where they debuted it, which was like a blog in Spain or something. And like the comment section was, you know, of people like writing in Spanish were like, oh, one of the few artists making music in Castellano that like is even worth listening to. And it's just like this idea that like only music in English is relevant or credible or like good, you know,
1: like it's just so stupid to me. Um, and like, I mean, you know, this is one of the things that infuriates me. Absolutely. You know, ever since like I had my like road to Damascus moment that lasted for five years while I was at MTV Iggy.
0: Basically. I mean, well, and, and again, it's <laughs> Although, just Although like, no, I
1: was on that tip before, otherwise they wouldn't have given me the job, but, but, uh,
0: but again, it's just like this, the, you know, like obviously you always have to follow the money. And so like something like, you know, the, Despacito was by no means the first crossover hit, but like, it's very, like it. I feel like we turned a huge page with this pasito, and I was obviously not about to play Despacito this pasito on the show. Um, and then, like you know, Cardi B and like Bodak Yellow for
1: this month is yes, coquito. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, that's actually a solid pun. Thank you. <laughs> But, yeah, no, but, like, again, Despacito, Bodak Yellow, Mi Gente, like, with J Balvin, you know, and, and like, you know, last minute, you know, beyonce on there, like, and then this with, like, Nicki Minaj. It's really cool to see, like, all these different sort of, like, industry factions and languages and, like, races, like, you know, coming together and, like, in a, like, more than we are the world in it, it's more of, like... I like that you're turning validation. the Crippy
1: Kush remix into that, but yes, it's no, it's validation, you know. It's like no, it is, and like you know what? I think it what it is is that like you know artists are making those choices, yeah. Even Justin Bieber apparently, and I mean the the
0: story goes that he heard it at the club and he liked it a lot and he wanted to do a remix on it. Dope, that right? Was, that is the the official story. Maybe okay, yeah, you're right. I should not be so naive. I mean, but it, it, um, it, it was probably you know and a record uh strategy but you know like whatever um but the point is
1: that it's happening and like well someone somewhere in the music industry recognized that this song had it absolutely. and it could happen
0: well and and then again you see like you know you you now have like suburban housewives who you know at least can sing or hum despacito which is huge you know like again it, it's it's visibility in its uh best form well not in its best form but like at least it like at its largest, you know, like, it's visible. Like, these are brown artists in, like, Rando's homes in middle America,
1: you know? But then you wonder, like, you know, because, I mean, this has happened before, and I read a really good (laughs) article on BuzzFeed, I think, that um, our beloved editor, Isabella, shared that was about how, like, you know, this happened before with um, Ricky Martin and stuff like that, and how, like, Mm -hmm. only this kind of stuff comes through. Like, you can only be recognized as being... Like, you can only... Like, Latinidad can only be performed in, like, the number one slot in America on, like, the Billboard charts if you play to certain expectations. Right. And Despacito fits within that. With the guitar and, like, a yeah. tropical feel. So you And, you know, the the sensuality right. and all of that.
0: And I agree with that. And what I will say is, like, again, songs like Bodak Yellow or, you know, this uh, Creepy kush um, which tap into like the badness of it. If you tap into like the being a bad bitch or like being, you know, like again, like that sort of underbelly of, of, so it's of like, hip culture. Of
1: course, like I get what you're saying and it's, it's, well, but it's it, sort it, of like, it, I just it, have to raise that. Like a lot of people have discussed this year, you know, how much progress does this really represent?
0: I do. I think it represents quite a bit. I think like, again, it, it becomes less about like YouTube plays and it becomes about how other industry, uh people, not just labels, but artists. And like, really these days, it's all paying about attention. The they're paying attention. Okay. And they're getting with the times. And like, they know that it's a market. If you,
1: again, I, I do love that. Like this was allowed to happen the year that like, um, we got a president who ran on a platform of like open racism. Absolutely. So it's like <laughs> it's
0: it's it's funny because again like I I let I,
1: myself get a kick out of things I like just, that you know I just <laughs>
0: read you know this song for filth but at the same time it's just like I find it very hopeful I feel like this kind of stuff like you know. It can really, I, I think it creates a, a, allegiances. I think it like, you know, bringing Bad Bunny and like Farruko to the, the hood, to like mainstream hip hop by like audiences, by like bringing it together with 21 Savage and, and Nicki Minaj. That's huge because Latinos already know who Nicki Minaj is. You know, Latinos, prob- many Latinos already know who 21 Savage is, you know. But can I say that like the U.S. mainstream hip hop listening audience knows who Bad Bunny is?
1: No, th- Maybe no they don't. no they not No, a meme.
0: No. But they definitely don't know who Farruko is, you know, or Russian, I guess
1: other than who? thank you. Exactly.
0: So, um, I, I don't know. I just I I really like the song. Again, I I the song itself I think is no, really and there good. There are so
1: many of these songs that like are really really great. Like yeah. I think like Again, it's like there's so many songs like with, with Latin trap, with reggaeton yeah. that, you know, it's hard for them to break through. And it really does seem to be uh, the language barrier in Absolutely. a lot of ways. But it's like there's just so much great freaking music out there. Um, the hook is catchy. The production is
0: excellent. And again, I think it is uh, it symbolizes a greater change or a greater trend no, and like, uh, you know in, what? in music, which, right. I, which this, I like.
1: This year, Curb Stomped Me and a lot of other people, but I am... Flat on my back, uh, on like in a storm drain, seeing some glimmers of hope, or maybe I'm seeing stars. I'm not sure.
0: It's, it's the bourbon. (laughs) Um, so, okay. Well, from one redemption story to
1: the next, let's talk about Prayers. Okay. I'm excited. Um, I'm not sure that we ever really <laughs> got into this in, uh, the podcast, but like, I think on, on various occasions, we alluded
0: to us the fact not being that
1: fans of prayers, it's true. Um, and then I saw them live and I had completely had this conversion experience, which to me is funny because they're called prayers and they have all this like religious iconography. Huh. Well, I, I saw them and I, I was I've born again.
0: Um, really was it, was it that serious?
1: Um, well, I'm born again as somebody who is exactly like me before, but now I like Prayers and think they're a good band.
0: You're now a believer.
1: Yes. That would be the uh, the conceit I was looking for. Good. Um, it's a funny story, though. Um, I went to um, help my friend out, like sell books at her like reading because she's in an anthology and I don't know. So I was on my way home. Um, just so happened to be... Taking the J train and got to the Bowery stop, which is right in front of the Bowery ballroom When I ran into Jelly, um, who is our friend Isabella's ex-girlfriend, but they're still friends Both friends of the show who have been on one of our very early episodes Right, otherwise I wouldn't bring up this detail, but like this is a recurring character, at least in our lives And, um, and I'm like, hey Jelly, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah And she's like uh oh, we're going. We're totally going to see prayers, and I'm like, oh, of course, right? Prayers is in town, and I was like, you know, I do kind of want to see prayers because you guys like them so much. And um, just then, another music journalist I know uh, walked by, and I was like, oh hey! And then we were all talking, and I was like, I don't think I can afford to go in. And um, the music journalist Catherine was like, I can. I maybe I, I've got a plus one that I don't think I'm going to be using. And then I don't know, Jelly like had the secret handshake or like the password at the front (laughs) door. And we all just walked in for some reason because jelly is made of magic. Yeah. She is really great. Um, and then, so suddenly we were all inside and then I saw prayers and you know what? Did anybody open for prayers? Oh yeah. It was picture plane.
0: Oh, I've actually seen
1: picture plane. Yeah. Me too. That's cool. Um, and picture plane has actually collaborated with prayers. Oh wow. And so like, I'd been not paying as much attention you know, there are things that I've seen as being problematic about prayers sure. and there are things, I've had doubts, but like Isabella's really explained to me that like prayers really reflects, um, the culture that she grew up with in San Diego. And so in that case, who am I to like second guess them? Right. You know, um, and you know, so it just like, I just saw so much sincerity and so much love from their fans and also th- I think they've gotten better. Um, I actually really like the song Black Leather, which features Kat Von D, of all people. That's kind of, what? Wait. Yeah.
0: I mean, is she singing? Oh, yeah. Yes. She's in a band, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, and
1: she's got, her vocals were quite good. Huh. Um, and I think they've they've collaborated with Christian Death, it might have been. And um, But the, the thing is, uh, of the songs they've actually released this year, um, Edge of the Blade, which is a single of the album Baptism of Thieves that they just brought out. And it's like, why don't I like them? I love, I'm so goth. Yeah. So it's like, so anyway, um, I'm sorry for all the things that I'm sorry for all the things I said. I'm especially sorry to Isabella. Look, I, I was hungry. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's play edge of the blade.
0: You know, it, it's funny because, like, uh, again, it takes two to tango and throw shade. And so, yeah, I, I, I too, have said my things about prayers. And, like, I was listening to this track on my way uh, here today to record to the studio, um, um, to Electric Lady. Um, and, yeah, no, I really like this track. I think it sounds really dope. I uh, I was mentioning before, like, because, like, I, I listened to their first album once, like, while I was at work. That's usually where I listen to new music so that I, you know... M- Part of my mind is focused on doing paperwork, and then the other half can like, actually process new music? And so I remember I was listening to it, and it's just like it was just noise. It was just like Rah! for like forty-five minutes, and I was like, ah, pass. Uh, but this I really like. This is the first time that I can actually like detect some sort of like goth uh, sound sounds to it. You know, like there's I hear like the really deep, fat bass. You know, like it, I'm like okay, uh huh, I'm here. Um, So I really, really, really do like this track.
1: Yeah. And like, I feel like the lyrics are more developed. Like they just, I feel like the band has developed. Although normally like I like when things are like the, the, the shittiest like punk production, the most basic, like raw, um, like primal scream that like, of like a band's first efforts, but well, he ta- he even
0: talks about like you know I have uh, shed tears of loneliness and stuff like that like you know like real very real themes like okay, I'm like okay there's actual sound uh, songwriting here and you know uh, I really I really like his vocals I, I find his vocals to be really quirky. Um, you know, kind of odd, which I I really like that's
1: one thing where it's like normally like when a band is like so weird You're not sure where to put them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I am very with it Yeah, um, no, i'm i'm here for this. I really really do enjoy this I I just when they first came out. I was like this is some kind of hoax. This is like Okay, we all know that we both were anyway, but but they've developed more and yes (laughs) I'm I'm
0: excited to see growth. And you know what? Let's 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 keep it m- sonically in the same area. So um even though nothing is actually in the well, never mind. Anyway, skip this. Um, Edit it out. Okay. Keep going, Richard. So um but yeah, uh Synth. Synth, synth, synth. I've been listening to a lot of synth lately, like you know, like just hyper synth shit. This is new. Yeah. <laughs> and she's funny. Bev has jokes. She waited for Richard to have a mental breakdown to then drop all the funnies. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I... Hey, I had a mental breakdown too. Okay, well, fine. We'll make it about you, Beverly. Richard... <laughs> so anyway, what I was trying to say about this music... Um, yes, so uh, earlier in the year, I talked about Beflecha. Um Be uh beta album, which came out a few years ago, was... Phenomenal, Like, it's incredible. Like, I, you know, I met her live. I hyperventilated. She's incredible. Um, and then this year, she came back with Qualia. Um, and, like, her whole thing is sort of this, like, synth futurism thing. And it's, like, it's so cool. Um, the sort of artwork, it's this, like, digital sculpture that spins. And it's, like, it itself is, like, asymmetrical and abstract. And it's basically, like... Um, it's always moving and it's always different from every angle. Um, And I really like that because that, I feel like that's a really good descriptor for this album. Like it's just every song sounds really different, but like thematically is still kind of the same, very much like the, like the, like the Juana Molina record, right? Like it's very like every song is obviously very distinct, but like, it's very cohesive at the same time. There's some very basic sort of like sonic threads that connect everything. And so this record to me is really, really, really fantastic. Again, it's one of my favorite records of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I wanted to play the song called Zigurat. It's a song that I haven't played on here yet. Um, and the video for it is phenomenal. Again, it's super futuristic. Like her thing, her whole thing. Like I, I, th- I feel like retro has been in fashion since, like, the 90s. And, like, I feel like not enough people is, like, l- are looking forward, are trying to pioneer, you know, what's next. That There's too much sort of, like, scrapping the past for parts and and trying to build on that. Like, she is just envisioning things that are completely new and, and you know, envisioning new dimensions. And I really, really like Beflecha for that. I think
1: that sometimes that's a failure of imagination. Yeah. Like, on the other hand, like, artists are always creating the future. It just... um A lot of times it's, you know, producers in hip hop who are going to be producing, honestly, what's just going to be in the top 40. Sure. Like that's, those are really the forward looking artists. Um, Well,
0: like somebody messaged me this week as Metro Boomin, uh, and I think it was, oh God, Big Sean. They put out a song together that, that, well, I think one of them dropped a record and like there was a song where like they sampled sort of like... uh, Uh, what do you call it? Like a Brazilian, um, like Bossa Nova, I think, or Tropicalia. And it was like really, really beautiful. And like how they produced it, it was like really fantastic. And like my friend was like all excited because she's like, I don't know anybody else that likes Brazilian music,
1: you know? (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, most of the time it's like, those are the people who are envisioning the future, but the, yeah, more indie artists, I feel like could be, um, could have the, the, the courage of their convictions and, you know, believe that you could invent something totally new. Yeah. A lot of people won't try. I I mean, I respect a lot of people
0: who are like, you know, like, for example, a lot of Latin artists are like, well, I grew up listening to like cumbia or merengue or whatever. But like, as an adult, I like electronic music and I like rock and roll. So I'm not going to forget about my past. I'm going to infuse my present with, you know, those things that I grew up with. And like, I'm going to create something new, which I love and I appreciate. Um, But I, I feel... Although,
1: you know, like... A fusion is awesome. Or like that you know, taking something from the past to create something new and like putting things together that way. Well, and you're putting yourself in into it, you Indeed, know. Indeed, of course. But then you know, then there are artists who just like reinvent music from whole cloth. Yeah. And a lot of them don't even get credit for doing that.
0: And I feel like Biflitch is one of them. Again, maybe I'm just like a fanboy. I don't fucking know. But like, no, I, I mean, think like, Biff I agree. Is You're really not crazy. Great.
1: She's pretty freaking rad. Yeah, and like she's
0: pre- like you know. I think we had a, we had a conversation once about like some guy who was like, "There's no good female producers out here," or that no, they they just don't exist. There are no female producers out here. Oh,
1: I've been in interviews like that.
0: And like. Be Flecha is like she like she's the vocalist, she's the writer, she's the producer, she plays everything. I think now because she's been getting some high profile gigs, like she played at Sonar uh, in Barcelona, and I now believe comes she the part where people say she them. doesn't make her own tracks. Exactly, and so like she actually had like a guy like I think spinning for her as she was doing her thing, but she was still playing and she was still singing and she was still dancing around like. B is the fucking coolest And you all need to know about her um, And then there's going to be another synth track After that we're going to talk about it right after We listen to all this music
2: coming down pero...
0: Synth pop, my heart away, Facuta. Um, it's okay, Richard. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with synth pop. Um, hi, uh, my name is Richard, and I'm a synth pop Um But yes, no, so yeah. Um, after gushing extensively about Biflacha, um, I also wanted to play Facuta. Um, Facuta does not get enough shine. No, she doesn't. And like the thing is, like because the thing because she's just, been here. The thing is that she's kind of a balladeer, and so like that's. That's really like her 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 niche. She's very gentle, which often makes for a slow burning record and career. Um, and so yeah, like I mean, I think she's incredible. I I've actually met her several times. I think she's lovely. Actually, she gave she was very kind enough, uh, very kind to give us like a, a brief interview uh, when I was when I was in Barcelona because um, uh, she was with uh, her I believe boyfriend uh DJ the mentira um and like yeah like you know I, I I, spoke very briefly with them. I played that clip in a past episode. But I've been a big Facuta fan for a long, long time. I you know she's again she's an, an essential part of the Chilean uh indie pop scene. Again like her first record, um uh Al vuelo um is you know just like really lovely. I don't know. It's like it's soothing and and She's very much a songwriter, and then her second record... But her uh, music is still, like, really fun and danceable. Well, so her second record, Tormenta Solar, went in a much more danceable direction. Yes, I guess maybe that that's when I really got on the Fukuta train. Yeah. Well, and so um, her first record actually got the remix treatment, and, like, everybody, like, remixed her her thing. And uh, I think the the first song that really, really blew up for her was a remix of her song Junta Pena, um, which I can't even find it, like non-remixed now. Like it's only the remixed version that I can find. That means like pain together? Uh junta pena? Yeah, but I don't actually know what it means. I don't actually know what that means, but it's such a fucking great track. To me that's like the definitive Facuta track. That and Tormenta Solar are fantastic. But Tormenta Solar to me is like the definitive Facuta track. It's so good. And like she's like, you know, like it's all black and white and dressed as nuns and stuff. It's so good. But this song, Abrazándote, this is like off her like forthcoming album. It's been like a few years. Um, she actually released an extended maxi single. There's another song uh, called Perfecto Desastre, um, and they're both really good. Perfecto Desastre is the one that's honestly like a little bit more me. It's more like upbeat, more danceable. But like I really like. Uh, Abrazándote as this very um, immersive sort of synth pop experience. Um, you know, I wanted to include it in in this episode. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's like one of my songs of the year, but it's a song that came out this year, and it's like a song that I did not want to overlook, and I don't know when we're doing a new music episode. And I was like, I can't let this just wallow in obscurity. So um, I definitely, definitely, definitely. Well,
1: that's, that's why
0: we're doing this episode. Absolutely. Um, like, you guys should be hearing, listening to Faculta.
1: I've also got a song that, like, I kind of missed this year. Maybe didn't get a lot of fanfare, but so even though Mintfield has lots of buzz, I feel like uh, they put out the single "Club de Chicas," mm-hmm. and it really, uh, you know, it it seemed to to fall into the depths. I in, saw in it get some blog buzz, but that's about it. I, like, I'd never heard it until like you sent it to me. Minor, minor, minor. But right. Okay, so if you're considering something for your end of the year list, um, I recommend Minfield single. They are coming out with a debut album sometime. Right. But for now, they, they did this great song. And um, uh, before we play it, I've got one little tidbit about it. Um, it was inspired by um, The History of Tijuana, the band is from Tijuana, right? And uh, there was this like ladies' club, um, maybe in the 40s or the 50s, called Club de Chicas. That's cool. And they were reading up on the history of Tijuana, and uh, this was they they sort of were inspired by it because the, it's an it's an all, it's a band composed entirely of girls, right? And so they uh, they're like, well, we're like a Club de Chicas. Or maybe I'm putting words in their mouths. I don't know. Possibly. They thought it was cute.
0: back-to-back set of of dope musica um and I think I mean I don't know every day I kind of fall in more and more in love with Brazil I, I really like uh the way Brazil is just like handling shit and like I mean obviously like not politically but politically it's a it's a mess right now but but like I really like how like Brazilian society is kind of evolving I feel like um things like uh Conversations on colorism and queerness are really entering, um, like, the mainstream there, um, and they're being handled tactfully, not like a circus the way that we are handling them here. Um, I mean, obviously, like, there's always going to be like some rando saying whatever crazy bullshit, but like, you know, I feel like people are very receptive to having actual conversations, and like, you know, um, I think this year, like, you know, um, like. People like Lineker had like a tremendous year, like touring like through Europe. Like again, I got to, so I had I saw her twice, three times, three times this year. Holy shit, you know. Um, and then again, like I think like uh, trans visibility has become like a huge, huge conversation. Like again, we 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 did an episode, and like we now regularly try to feature like um, you know people who like. Uh, you know, just question this. You know,
1: I don't know. Like the great thing is that we don't have to try. Also, there's why like, why don't I have words anymore? There's like, why? Well, it's been a hell of a year. Yeah. But like, no, there's been there's like a wild number of um, artists out there who are trans or non-binary, right? Who make really dope music, right? And in some ways, it's like, oh, is this a trend? I'm like, maybe I'd like to be optimistic and say that, um, you know, it's just. Perhaps as, like, prejudice and stigma um, ebbs away a little bit and is replaced by understanding. Right. It's just, like, that makes it more possible for the voices of people who are trans or non-binary to be heard. I think as long as as the
0: music is good or there's a solid story or point of view
1: or something like that, like... At that point, everything else is secondary, like like speaking of like non latin music, uh Shamir released another amazing album that yes. like people did not really hear that much, or not as much as I think it should have been heard. I mean, sure, he got written up in the New York Times and everything, but like that album is really good. well, it is it, at least as good as Ratchet. I mean, if you think about it, like he's not as shocking as he was before,
0: like he was like this super, super, super queer um you know. Poc like what four years ago five years ago that's when like he like really really blew up and, like now that's like become I don't want to say it it's mainstream but like it's definitely
1: like less odd less rare I am really happy that like you know um, he they he doesn't care can release an album and it just oh does he prefer do, I think he's just, genderless uh, think gender he's, neutral pronouns yeah I mean like he's just like a like not into gender i just I dig that that's fine, not his or their thing, <laughs> yeah, um, so it's like which was more of a discussion with the last album, and it's less of a discussion this time, and that's great, you know
0: that, yeah like, it's, well it's
1: more about the the story of the album this time
0: well, i again like i think um again i I think like as this conversation has expanded, like the con- the conversation has evolved, you know, it's, it's no longer about like, wow, this is so cool. Like there's a queer making it in music, you know, cool. It's now like, so what are you bringing to the table? Um, you know, again, I'm trying to get away from my complaining. Um, but it, yeah, it's more about like, what are you bringing to the table? What is your perspective? How are you,
1: you know, let's say moving the movement. Um, wh- and tons and tons of queer and trans and, LGBT artists have great answers to that question. Absolutely! Holy crap!
0: Yeah, and so like yeah, like I mean, I again, I feel like uh, actually the two tracks that we're about to play back to back are are a perfect sort of um, play on this conversation where it's just like you know uh, being again queer, trans, um, or or just simply like not wanting to define your gender or your sexuality. Um, is a political act of just merely being, but, and again, this is what I've been, you know, maybe talking about throughout the episode, is, like, I would like to, you know, I think right now in, like, in the face of, like, overwhelming oppression, you know, that is extremely important, but I also don't want people to just be boxed in by their politics. You know, I want to have the, the eyes still, or the ears, really, to hear music without it being strictly about, like, politics you know and so I think you know I brought in a track by Linda Quebrada and you brought in a track by Pablo Vitar. whose gender identity I like to believe is goddess yes <laughs> but like Linda da Quebrada has a very political discourse and 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 form of existence uh, while Pablo Vitar is a pop star and like you know and and don't don't get me wrong Pablo Vittar is extremely. Vocal and you know she's very out here, like being like you know like uh like black people are severely underrepresented in Brazil, and like you know queers are out here being killed in the streets, but her music does not really reflect reflect that uh, other than again her existence, which within itself Indeed. is groundbreaking. And like
1: you know there's some interesting subtext to the videos for the songs we're going to play, but we sure. can get into that later,
0: yeah, so well, um well, no, let's get into it now,
1: well, okay, I mean um you know. We we're planning to play Linda Quebrada first. Yes. Um, and then... The uh, song is called Bicha Travesti,
0: which I think I don't really need to translate for anyone. It's, it's just a transvestite bitch. Or re-
1: well, really... You did need to translate that for me. I'm sorry.
0: Well, but Travesti also... Again, and we, we spoke about this a few episodes back. Travesti has a different context uh, where, where it isn't uh, a transvestite nor a drag queen. It's a separate category uh, of gender where... Um, although, actually, I think... Um, I was doing some research about this. Uh, Linda Quebrada does identify as trans feminine. Um, so, but anyway, but like, yeah, tra- travesti is sort of like a, uh, in, in its own category uh, within the spectrum of, of gender and sexuality. Uh, I encourage you all to Google it because I am certainly not uh, the scholar here. Yeah,
1: all we know is, check it out, people, because there are... St- there are culturally specific gender identities all over the world, and that is cool and interesting.
0: Yes, and um, Bisha Travesti is off um, Lynn's visual album uh, "Pajuba." There's a, a video for every single one of these these songs. Um, it was done through a crowdfunding, um, and the crowdfunding was like exceeded like immediately. Um, so that was really cool. Either way, the videos are pretty like bear like mm-hmm. I, I you know I, I think the crowdfunding was like 5k or something it really was not a whole lot of money um but but either way like again every video is very moody and atmospheric so like again th- i would just go to youtube and let the whole thing play uh, but again the song that we're going to play today is bicha travesti just to really give you like a strong sample from that um but can you tell us a, a little bit about the pablo vittar and mateo's carrillo uh, track
1: but yeah, um, this is, like, my favorite... Okay, first of all, my baby did so much this year. For real. Um,
0: Suakara.
1: Yeah, so, you know, uh, so collaborating with, um, Diplo, a major laser, Huge, you know, huge, huge video. Major hits, you know, getting written up all over. Um, my girl broke out this year. I'm very excited. Um... But, and then but also like I think my favorite song um, is one that was like uh, it's on it's on her own it's not a major laser song um, it is corpo sensual and I was super crazy about the video and um, I think there is one that's a major laser collaboration but they're, they're, they're both videos where um, she uh, cavorts with men who at least in the context of the video read as straight and It's, it's pushing the envelope, even if it isn't, um, even if it doesn't have like an overt political subtext. And I think that that's, uh, and also they're really hot. That is, that is a fact. Okay. So
0: we're just going to go ahead and play that now.
4: Perdi a paciência Você finge não escutar Abusa da minha inteligência Mas eu tô ligada Seu processo é muito lento Vou tentar te explicar Mais uma vez o fundamento E se você não aceitar Pode doer, pode machucar Eu nem lamento. Vai, vai! Bicha travesti de um peito só, o cabelo arrastando no chão e na mão sangrando yeah. um coração. Bicha travesti de um peito só, o cabelo arrastando no chão e na mão sangrando yeah. um coração. O lance é muito simples, não tem nenhum mistério. Pode saindo com o pau entre as pernas. Acabou com o seu império, império torrendo de camarote. O fim do seu reinado. Findo muito da sua <risos> cara. De cozinho abandonado. Não dando ninguém ideia. De Te fiz uma bela surpresa. Quando tiver indo embora, não esquece. Deixa seu pau em cima da mesa. Vai, bicha, travesti de um peito, só o cabelo arrastando no chão e na mão sangando. Um coração, um travesti de um peito só, o cabelo arrastando no chão e na mão sangrando um coração. Bicha, travesti de um peito só. Bicha, travesti de um peito só. Bicha, travesti de um peito só. Bicha, travesti de um, um peito só. Bicha, só. Travar só. Bicha, só. Trava só bicha, trava só bicha, só trava só.
5: Só. Só. Só Mandando ver No vício da batida querendo se envolver Um estilo diferente que prende e dá prazer Eu sei que logo sente e te faz enlouquecer Faço ferver Mandando beber No difícil da batida Querendo se envolver Um no estilo diferente Que prende e dá prazer eu sei que logo o fim Te faz enlouquecer faço ferver
8: Eu sei que logo sente, te faço enlouquecer Faço ferver Mandando ver No vício da batida querendo se envolver Um estilo diferente que prende e dá prazer Eu sei que logo sente, te faço enlouquecer Faço ferver Vai passar mal
5: Vira sua mente com meu corpo sensual Minha boca é quente, bem, não tem igual Tá todo carente, no pedindo informar Vai passar mal 5, 5,
1: Carrillo on, uh, that song with Pablo, um, from, from what band, Bev? From Banda Uo. No, I do like Banda Uo. They're and, actually really fun. I mean, I've been super into them for a while. They've been around for a while. Shout out to Technobrega. And, um, which literally means cheesy techno. Is that what that means?
0: Look it up I'd, I, No, I'd heard about this um, I, I, I worked on a big Brazil
1: piece And like, yeah, that's, that's something that came up It's no joke but, um, That's really yeah. So I just, I just wanted, because also he's great in the video for this And yeah Yeah, no, he's
0: just hella, 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 hella fun um, And uh, we've reached the end And um, we have one more song But before we, you know, do our little spiel and, and all
1: that jazz um, So, hey, Beverlycia Where can people listen to our incredible show? They can listen on Google Play, on Stitcher, on iTunes, where you can follow us and rate us. Um, you can also listen on SoundCloud if you want. That'd be great. And we're also on social media. What? Social media? What is that? Where people just scream into the void? It It is. <laughs> but you can find us <laughs> on, on, the internet? on Instagram and Song Mess Music, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you want to hang out with us, really. In fact, if you email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com, we... We'll probably send you stickers. Yes, please, 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 please. I mean, I... Send I, your questions, comments, affection, and nuzzles, and, or, like, suggestions for what we should play on the show. <laughs> Reach out to us, and if you want stickers, we'll even mail them to you. We're that is, communicative. Beverly is the official
0: manager of uh, our mail department. Uh, you can address all packages to Beverly Saumet, and, you know, I'm sure you will receive a wonderful care package uh, back. Um, now, uh... Miss Beverly, uh, we have a final track. Um, I'm actually really, really excited to to close with this because I really feel like it sums up a lot of like the <laughs> the conversations that we've had tonight in a really um, positive way. I think so. Yeah, I, it's an it's an encouraging departure song.
1: So we talked a lot about Hooray for the Riff Raff this year. Um, her song, uh, sorry, her album, The Navigator was. Fantastic, and it it made a big splash. Everything we needed it to be, honestly. And so she showed up, like the superhero figure, the navigator in the album. It's very, it's like recursive and awesome and amazing, and like my mind is blown. But um, one of the longer album cuts that um, earlier we were talking about, and we agreed it was kind of like, um, you know, she's very Americana folk in the past, but this song is like almost like a one of your like multipartite. Progressive Classic rock adventures And it's kind of long So we're putting it at the end So if you don't feel like listening to the whole thing But well, please do Because the shit the is thing. fucking so it's awesome. fire So the song is called Palante It's off the album The Navigator And it's profound Listen to the words Let it into your heart that's all.
0: Yeah, uh, Palante. I think I, again. I, I'm really happy to to to. I like when I, when I saw it on the list of songs that you submitted. I was like, yes, this is absolutely our closer because it's like, it's the, it's the encouraging message that that I that I want to leave you all for the end of the year. Um, I I feel like again as as I've uh, mentioned throughout this episode, like I've I'm in deep conflict and I feel like a lot of people uh, are right now. I mean, like again, like I'm. I'm, you know, bitching and moaning about my place in the world, you know, being in New York City, like, <laughs> like, fine. Like, there's people in so many other places who are, like, really, like, struggling. But um, Roy Moore lost. But Roy Moore lost, and he can eat a dick in a non-homophobic way. Um, Actually, he's homophobic. So, however he would take it, take it. Um, But, yeah, no, um... I think Palante ends with, gives us the, the, the sentiment of like, just move forward, just keep going, keep trucking through. I think we survived 2017 girl, like the future hopefully is brighter. Um, but like we did it, you know? Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, words fail me these days. Um, and i just want to into the apocalypse I no j- wait i i say that out loud <laughs> maybe just like straight off the bridge um but yeah no um again i just uh, again i just want to leave you all with like you know uh, encouragement you know just uh please please move forward you know ask questions think for yourself um you know this again i th- i find the song is like very much in conflict she dedicates uh, uh, Alinda Segara dedicates this song to so many people in her life, and like you know, probably the people that helped her helped her get to where she is. Probably the people that she like disappointed or left behind, you know. And that's sort of how I'm approaching things these days. It's just like it's a conflict. Nothing is black and white. So nothing. You're leaving is me easy. behind. I am absolutely. Unless you want to come with me, that's cool too. I mean, we'll see. But um, nothing is is that easy anymore. Nothing. You know, I like. I'm. I'm scared. I think we all are. I think, you know, the unknown is ever bleaker and darker. Um, but, palante. You know, every tunnel has, has an exit. So, I don't know. Anything left to add, uh, Beverly, Leslie? Well, we're thinking of y'all. That's all. Okay, cool. So, here's Hooray for the Riff Raff with balante.
6: I just want to go to work and get back home and be something. I just want to fall in love and do my time and be something. Well, I just want to prove my worth on the planet Earth and be something. I just want to fall in love and not fuck it up and feel something. Lately, don't understand what I am Treated as a fool, not quite a woman or a man Well, I don't know, I guess I don't understand the plan Colonized and hypnotized, be something sterilized dehumanized be something well take your pay and stay out the way be something ah do your best but fuck the rest be something well lately it's been mighty hard to see just searching for my lost humanity I look for you my friend but do you look for me
7: Of their cracked skulls and communicate with their latin souls juan miguel milago olga manuel from the nervous breakdown streets where the mice live like filthy hair and the people do not live at all